Hello, I'm Neil Aitchison and welcome to Warwick Podcasts. The ability to identify an individual by their fingerprints is technology that could be included in our passports and security systems, but so far the technology has not proved to be sufficiently accurate. But as Lee Wang from the Computer Science Department at the University of Warwick explains, a process has been developed at Warwick which can unwarp distorted prints making fingerprint recognition far more accurate. Lee, perhaps you can first explain then what the problem is in sort of fingerprint analysis generally in this area. Fingerprint technology, as you probably know, that has been around for a long time. Um, the, if the fingerprint image is a good quality, the technology is sufficient to uh, to recognise the fingerprint set and identify the person's identity. The problem lies is when the fingerprint image quality is low, or when the uh, distortion is high due to the uneven pressure, due to the different angle when the person presents the finger on the scanner, comparing to when they actually enroll the, fin- uh, the the person into the system. So, in a nutshell really is there are two aspects of the problem one is due to the large variation of the data of the biometric data um, and secondly is due to the uh, the quality of the prints just to explain how you've been able to overcome these problems then that uh, you've managed to kind of uh, unwarp the uh, fingerprints um we call ourselves warwick warp so yes i mean we try to uh, take out the geometric variation, not only the linear deformation, which is a shift and essentially a shift and rotation, but also the the uh, nonlinear deformation, um, such as squeezing, smudging, or or uneven pressure caused by uneven pressure because of the elastic nature of the fingerprint. Mm-hmm. So we apply a mathic- mathematical model on the fingerprint image and try to work out what is the normalized form for any any given fingerprint and once we achieve a normalized form we could then unwarp distorted form to the normalized framework as a fingerprint the same as the face there are some intrinsic structure that embedded in the fingerprint for example in the face you would have two eyes and nose underneath your eyes and then and then the, the mouth so you can distort it you can smile you can cry you can squeeze your cheek but you won't change this intrinsic structure of the face. Um, in fingerprint, it's a similar case, although it's, it's less obvious uh, because the, the structure of fingerprint is constructed by these rich patterns. But nevertheless, they are, in, they are intrinsic structure contains in the fingerprint. So what we do is we find out what these intrinsic structures are and then align the distorted fingerprint to this intrinsic structure and therefore take away the, di- the distortion whether they are linear or nonlinear. And by that means you can unwarp. unwarp the distorted finger. And what sort of advantage then has this sort of form of analysis given you then? Well, the intrinsic information the fingerprint is, it has, has given us a lot of advantages such as we don't have to then employ any pi-wise comparison or pi-wise alignment. 
So for example, if you have a query image, you're trying to align it with your template. The traditional approach is you get a template and a query image, you try to align these two images together. But every pair, you have to do this alignment once. If you have a million fingerprint in your database, the worst case scenario, you would be able, you have to be able to do this a million times. But if you can put everything into, a, uh, into the same framework, we call it the normalized framework. The only thing you need to do when you have a query image is put that query image into the same framework as everybody else. The alignment is only, it will be achieved by only doing once. In that sense, it will improve the matching speed dramatically, especially for large scale application where you have many, many templates in your database. And also the geometric distortion is one of the main factors why the biometric fingerprint is not foolproof yet. It's not 100% accurate yet. If we can successfully take away all this geometric normal, uh, deformation, there is a potential to improve the, uh, the accuracy of the fingerprint identification dramatically too. So in summary, there are two main advantages of using our technology. One is the speed, one is the accuracy. And what sort of applications are you looking at uh, for this? technology then? Um, the technology really can be used, can be applied to uh, quite a, a wide range of applications, uh, right from a very large scale applications such as border control, biometric passport, or national ID card, etc. Right down to the everyday applications including mobile device, pay by touch, commercial transactions, physical access control to a building, physical access control to a room, uh, or logical access control to network, data transaction, healthcare service. So there, there are a large variety of applications that we can use our application, our, our, our algorithm to. So it's things like uh, using your fingerprint to gain access through a, through a door or to a security system, mm -hmm. for instance, mm -hmm. or uh, using uh, a replacement for the PIN pay mechanism. Is, yes. that, is that an application? Absolutely. I mean, the PIN number is, is um, prone to errors and uh, people can overlook your shoulder and find out your PIN. If you have multiple cards, it's very difficult to, to remember multiple PINs. So people tend to have using the same PIN for all their cards. There are a lot of uh, security worry in, term, uh, in terms of uh, the chip and PIN scheme. Um, ideally, if you can link the biometric data, which is which can't be borrowed and can't be lost, uh, to the uh, existing security, that that can uh, improve the uh, the security level dramatically. So that's definitely one of the applications we're working on. And another is having your fingerprint on your passport as some sort of passport device. Yeah, I mean, um, a lot of countries start using biometric passport. They kind of incorporate some biometric data, including fingerprint, signature, sometimes face recognition, and also voice into your passport. So at the point of entry to a, uh, to a, to a country, you would not only has, have to uh, present your passport, but also present your biometric data that match to the, uh, to the template stored in your passport to kind of um, identify yourself as a true identity. So fingerprint can play or will play a very important role on that because fingerprint uh, by far is the most widely accepted biometric to date. And it has been, as far as we know, decided to incorporate into the, at least the UK biometric passport scheme. 
So what sort of effect will uh, this technology that you're developing have in that sort of area, do you hope? The accuracy and speed and scalability are the major concern. Because of the scale is so large and the is absolutely uh, critical in terms of the accuracy, uh, for example, uh, one of the uh, fingerprint verification tests with um, the um, University of Bologna in Italy have, uh, have conducted about a year ago, uh, showing the state-of-art system have about 2% equal error rate. Uh, so put that into a real term, there are about 150,000 200,000 people going in and out Heathrow every day. 2% error rate will result 3,000 false identification every day. So it's simply not applicable uh, given this existing liability of the system. So if we can dramatically improve such accuracy, then there is certainly a big opportunity for us. Yeah.